It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere. Online, in-store, on social media, and beyond. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. With Shopify POS, you can accept credit cards, mobile payments, and every other major payment method, all with low fees and transparent pricing, starting on day one. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash MLB podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash MLB podcast to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash MLB podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Jeff Wilson started covering the Texas Rangers in 2008, though he'll never forget 2021. Out on his own, he decided it was time to do a podcast, but his wheels were spinning until a nerd came along. There's no going back now. Welcome to the Texas Rangers Baseball Podcast. Here's your host, Jeff Wilson, and the recliner nerd himself, John Moore. Hey everybody and welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast. This is episode number 85 and today is Grant Anderson. Hot off the presses. Hot off the presses, Grant Anderson. Plus, I think we need to talk about some all-star stuff. By the way, this is on the Dub Network. Thanks to the Dub Network for taking the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast and putting us on there. Very nice. And uh, on our, but our... uh, Frisco Rough Rider guest today is going to be Grant Anderson. We're going to have him on here in just a second. First of all, though, we got to talk about the big leagues. Hey, by the way, guys, get down and hit that subscribe button down there. Um, Rangerstoday.com, $5.99 a month, $60 for the year, $35 for six months. That's right. I mean, if you're a Rangers fan, they're not going anywhere. No, absolutely not. This is real. We'll talk about that. But don't miss anything and get get a subscription to Rangers Today. You'll be uh, glad you did. Absolutely. And I'm telling you, the the, – the Dub Network has been fantastic, guys. If you're a hockey fan, go listen to that Suds with Luds. Uh, Craig Ludwig, that was, he had on Darian Hatcher. I mean, for Dallas Stars fans. Sure. Uh, Ranger fan stuff, you're here. But if you like that, he's had on Hatcher, Madonna. He's had some fun guys on there. All right, we got to get to a team that is playing unbelievable. Let's talk about the big league team. They're 35 okay. and 20. Yeah. They're 7 and 3 in their last 10 games. They've lost one. They lost that last game coming out. What were they, 6 and 3 on the road trip? Six and three, yeah, they they went two and three in each series. So that's uh, obviously great. I mean, that's that 
you know, compared to where they've been on the road, I think I, I did something on that uh, in the, the newsletter at rangerstate.com. They went thir- they're 13 and six last month um, on the road. They played 19 road games. I mean, that's a heavy road slate. And to go 13 and six is, is remarkable, especially where this team's been uh, on the road. They were, <clears throat> they were actually even last year at home and road. I mean, 34 wins, pretty terrible. But right. Um, shoot, 2020, they went 20, 2021, they went 24 and 57. 2020, they went 6 and 24. They haven't had a winning road record since the last time they won a division in 2016. Yeah. You, yeah. I mean, it's a formula. I mean, you have to win on the road to, yes. to win. Or at least you got to be even or right yeah, there at yeah. even. Uh, yeah. There were three games above 500 in, in 2016. Now, they had the best record in, in, I think, baseball, definitely the American League. Uh, but you got to win on the road. And, and I, you know, young teams have trouble winning on the road. And you know, obviously they're very young and uh, from the last half of 20, uh, 21, very young last year, pretty young this year. They're not as young, you know, they have, yeah. they, they have a, a rookie, Josh Young. Uh, they have a young center fielder though. He's got a lot, you know, he's been in the major leagues before. So uh, they're, they're doing well. Uh, the catcher, Jonah Heim, still a young player. Ezekiel Duran, who's probably going to be off the injured list by the time some people listen to this. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, he's young. But Is he not doing a rehab? I don't know. They haven't decided that yet. But they have ve- a, a veteran group around these guys to support them. And then, I mean, when you get when you don't have young starting pitchers, when you have veteran starting pitchers, that makes a big difference too. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, winning on the road is a, is a – necessary ingredient to be in a playoff team well okay before we get into grant anderson uh by the way we're going to talk to grant anderson again that's who's coming on here and in his debut which was fantastic what's the word on jacob de i mean he went on and had a baby right three, the third one right this is number three what he went home and his wife had a baby oh okay good good for him um um <laughs> uh, he's he's doing fine on, on the, the the mound stuff is fine right you know it's it's um the elbow has responded well to all of his uh, latest bullpen sessions, including throwing curveball or sliders and and taking a break, kind of a simulated, simula- trying to simulate two innings of work. Um, it it it's going to come down to whether or not the Rangers think he should go on a rehab assignment. We kind of I think we talked about this last show. Yeah, do you want to waste those bullets on you know you could piggyback Dane Dunning, or yeah. the El Paso. Uh, uh, Chihuahuas, you know, or yeah. do you want to do you want to use those bullets on Major the St. League Louis Cardinals or Astros or whoever's coming up on the schedule? Absolutely, so, um, that's that's something that'll be meted out. But um, if you're trying to get him three ups and downs, could he go out and get nine outs for you against the Astros and then bring in Dane Dunning sure, or something like that, sure. which may be more? I mean, look, every win right. counts right now. Especially yeah. against the Astros, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, they, they don't play the Astros till the end of the month. Yeah, but, right. But yeah, but they got the Angels coming up. They have Tampa Bay and New York on the road this month, so it's it's uh, an interesting month. Most most games at home, eighteen at home, nine on the road. Um, so anyway, it's well, just how you want how do you want to utilize him? And you know, veterans do get a say, right? And um, anyway, we'll see. You know. Chris Young is the former pitcher who's seen a lot of guys hurt, and uh, he's probably seen a lot of different ways for them to come back. So we'll, yep. see, we'll see what happens. Yep. Okay, so let's go to Grant Anderson. What a debut. Yeah. Good Lord. So we, we've been talking about this as a guy they could bring up. Hey, look, 
it's fantastic what he did, but let's be honest. Grant Anderson isn't going to come out and strike out six out of seven batters or whatever he right, did. Over, right. He's not going to get seven outs and, and get six strikeouts or five strikeouts. <laughs> That's not going to happen every time. Yeah. Uh, but, boy, he did look good. He threw strikes. I mean, he went after hitters, something that this bullpen's had a problem with is walking right. people. Right. Uh, he came in and did it. He earned this promotion. Yeah. He earned the shot to do this, and he's come up and do it. And then you find out – I mean, I didn't realize this till after he came up and people started talking about it. He's got the twin brother who just got promoted to Frisco. Uh, so there's two of these guys. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll talk to him about that when he comes up here in a little bit, about his twin brother maybe. But uh, that's one arm back there, and it's, it's not necessarily guaranteed this is a back end of the bullpen guy either. What you need is somebody to get you some outs. Yeah. Well, I mean, he – I mean, there, there was a lot to unpack with him. I mean, the – yeah, he's he set the bar way too high. Yeah, <laughs> even if he has a scoreless inning and only strikes out one, people are going to be like, "Hey, what's going on?" Yeah. Um, the the key though is is he's he he just goes about it differently. You know, he's not a he's not a power arm. No, nope. um, has that arm slot that's yeah. a little different. Yeah, and and the delivery's got a little twist in it that makes it kind of funky, and uh, the pitches move differently uh, than than what hitters are used to seeing. So that's those are all things that that play into his advantage and have to play into his advantage, be not having 99 in his, in his back pocket. Right. Um, but yeah, that was fun to, to see. Uh, he got kind of put in a tough spot there. You know, it was the, the tying run was at second base when he came in in the, in the fifth inning, you right. Know, coming like in the sixth. And that was a, that was a huge out. He ended up getting the win, didn't he? Yeah. He got the win. And, um, but it, it's, it's, it's nice to see that somebody, whose good work in the minor leagues was rewarded. He, I mean, he earned it, like you said. Right. And this should be a, a good, this should be a, a promising signal to people down there, players down there in the minor leagues who aren't on the 40-man roster. Exactly. Saying, hey, you know, all I have to do is perform. And if I'm getting outs and doing everything I'm supposed to do, the big league team's going to notice it and the big league team's going to, going to, re- potentially reward me with a promotion to the big leagues. I, you know, we right. think of a, uh, Chase Lee, uh, not on the forty man, but but he's having a, a really good stretch in Round Rock right now, and he you know he and Grant Anderson are, are similar pitchers. I don't know how many of them you want on the roster at the same time, but right, he's a guy who could definitely earn his way to the major leagues just by well his head down and doing things right. And the and the offside of that is that they had it was required to get a forty man spot when they did it. Ricky Benasco was DFA'd. Yeah, uh, actually texted Ricky last night after all of that went down and just said, you know, good luck, buddy. When you know I'm expecting great things. He th- he texted me back said thank you and thank yeah. you to us yeah. for having him on. So um, really good guy. Good luck. I mean, look, I mean, I think we want him to go there and kill it and be good. Sure. That's what you want. I mean, it works for everybody. I mean, Grant Anderson kind of came here the same way. I mean, he was uh, there was a DFA on Sajak and and then uh, going to Seattle and then that trade came from Seattle uh, to get Anderson here and look here that that works that's what it's for Um, when your system's deep I hope Ricky does it and goes there and does well yeah yeah Um, you know and it's a tough the Rangers in a tough spot you know they they were in full full on rebuild mode Uh, they had to protect a, a bunch of prospects and now they. They said, "The heck with it. We're going to spend some money and get some guys." So there's not a lot of there is not flexibility on the 40 man roster, at least not as much as you'd like to see. But no. they were also hoping they would be good this year, right? But they still needed to have that back backbone support system of of young minor leaguers 
who you don't want to lose. Right. And who potentially you can trade them. You right. can do a lot of things with minor leaguers. They don't have to come play for you. You, no. you can you can trade them and um you know it it just so happened that on the the numbers game the Rangers needed a spot and they thought that of this the guys the- on the 40 that Ricky would be the one who had the who could get him something? Yeah, I, I think ultimately is what it is. Not Luis Valdez, a left-handed pitcher. Yeah, that, not, that's actually had some decent numbers at low end. Yeah, this year. yeah, and and he, <clears throat> Ricky hadn't pitched well, but he'd only pitched twice. So I mean, and, you and can, he's you coming just, back just, from injuries, yeah, and you just throw that out. So it's not a, it's not his numbers. Yeah, because he had like a twenty-three ERA. It's his, it's the numbers on the forty-man roster, and it, it, he just, it just didn't work out. But it's it could ultimately work out for him. You know, and and. Um, you said for, I saw that you you talked to somebody. There was a ton of interest in him yeah, when they did that. Yeah, a yeah. lot of teams inquired. Right, right. So I mean, they they hadn't put him on waivers because they knew that they would be able to get something. Explain this. So did did L A claim him? No, no. So um, when he's DFA, it's it, this is you, not, this is, is not when it, you're DFA. You have uh, I think it's ten days or maybe it's seven days to uh, trade outright or or you know release or to. Um, Okay, so that's what it was. Put on waivers, and they hadn't put him on waivers yet because teams they, started calling about and it. And they, they knew that they would probably get they some. would get some interest. Okay. And they needed to get something back for him. You just don't want to lose Ricky Vanasco. Absolutely. Okay. So but yeah, I mean it's you know, it's anyway. Because if he was claimed off waivers, then they would have to put him on the big league team. He would have to stay for the rest of the year or a year or something like well, that. Well, he would go into the forty man roster. Right. He would go on the forty man roster. Yeah, okay. So he would be on yeah. But um anyway, it it. He's on the forty-man roster with no. He's not. Uh, it's um, because he was removed from the Fort Rangers forty-man roster. Okay, so I, okay, and All right. I learned something new yeah. that that you're teaching me there. Okay, I sometimes that get well, okay. Look, the, basically, this is what happens when when you get good. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna end up losing players. Absolutely, and, and um, who goes somewhere else? And when you know, of course, obviously the the front office will get blamed when Venasco becomes a good closer or something like that. Yeah. But this what this is when the Rangers were good. They needed the spot, and you yeah. got to make moves that do it. And let me tell you how good the Rangers are. I did. I put this out there the other day. All stars. Uh-huh. All star voting started. There is a legit case. Case. Now, I'm not saying. Nine people will be on the all-star team. There's a legit case for nine. I put eight because I'm giving Corey Seager, I'm just putting him to the side because he hasn't played enough, although he's certainly making a case to be on the all-star team. And actually might be put above some of these just because he's a name recognition and the fans can vote him in um, and something like that. But there are eight Rangers that have legit cases for being on the all-star team. That's what happens, and that's why Ricky Venasco gets – when you've got that good and you're playing that well – and so I went down it. For, obviously, number one, the number one guy that deserves a, uh, an all-star bid right now is who's playing that way is Marcus Simeon. Oh yeah, yeah, if without he, a doubt. If he's not the starter, then somebody's been stuffing the stuffing the ballot box. Exactly. It's, it's just um, right right now, at least, he is the runaway runner right. at second base, or should be, and then you know, and he's he's an MVP candidate. That's know, absolutely. And, and so this this guy, if he's not voted a starter. He will be on the team. Yes. So just go ahead. He needs to go ahead and start planning for Seattle. And I went in ascending order who I thought deserved it more. The second one was obviously Evaldi. 
Oh yeah, uh, and that doesn't come from fan voting. Right. That's going to come. Was it? Is it come from player voting, or does it come from? Well, it's a it's a combination, but right. it, it's player voting in the commissioner's office. They do the reserve. He keeps doing what he's doing. He's obviously yeah. Ba- basically, the commissioner comes in to make sure every team has a rep- representative. Right. <clears throat> so, you know, next right. I went. I went with Heim, uh, just because the catching position is one that 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 I felt <clears throat> that that that. I think Himes got a really good shot to be on the All Star team and a good case to be on the All Star team with the numbers he's had, along with Josh Young. Yeah, there there are some good catchers in the American League. Like Salvador Perez is probably going to be the starter. Yeah, he, he hits a bunch of home runs. He's a known name. Uh, you know, uh, Adley Rushman from Rushman. From the I, Orioles, that's the guy that I would that's put a tough ahead. one. Yeah, um, you know Cal Raleigh. He's the hometown guy. You know the the hometown in that Seattle is hosting the game. Yeah. Um, it, it it may be tough for Jonah. Uh, he's but and 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 the last few years the AL has only taken two catchers, so that's the that that kind of is prohibitive. I think uh, I had Garcia above Han. Never mind. Uh, okay, well Adolis Garcia is going to be on the team too. Yeah. But, um. I, I my brain went. I just thought of <laughs> Garcia. And I, wait a minute, Garcia because RBI leader plus he's got what fifteen home runs. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Adolis should be on the team. I. You know, I don't know that he starts. I, I don't think that he's going to get voted. You know, with with Aaron Judge and Mike Trout and yeah, and Julio Rodriguez in Seattle, a, a, a real you know possibility. But Adolis Garcia has definitely earned his way onto the team, right? Uh, just what he's done the first two months, and I, I don't think it'll slow down much. Who's better than Young at third? Yeah, you know, um, <clears throat> right now, seriously. Yeah, the 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 Rays have a third baseman. And I'm going to butcher his name. It's Isaac Paredes, I think, is his name. He has really good numbers. The Rays are a very good team. They are a very good team. Um, but yeah, you know, you know, Raphael Devers is a big name. Yeah. He has the power this year, but he's hitting less than 250. Uh, so uh, you know, the the name factor. You know, there. I'm sure I'm completely forgetting a third baseman right now who's very obvious. And I I, I know. Oh. Maybe like a Matt Chapman from Toronto who had a great April, right? Um, <clears throat> but but cooled off in May. Um, I think rookies have rookies are always faced with the obstacle of having to overcome names, people who are better known. Yes, so, right. Um, but Josh Young should be should be on the so team as why. of right now. Josh Young should be on the All Star team. So then there's three others in my brain that had a case <clears throat> besides okay. Seager. And those three were Tavares, who's made a case to be somewhat of an all-star. He's not going to make the all-star team, and we know that. But he, what, he's hitting over 300? He was he was he had the best batting average in the American League in May. In May. It, what, 368 or something like it was that? A big, it was a big number. Leody Tavares. Yeah. Le- Leody Tavares, yeah. yeah. Um, and so so he's made a case. you got Lowe at first base, who's made a case. Yeah. Um, who's still producing. Um, you know, he's <clears> been <throat> in somewhat of a little bit of a slump, but he's still – He's getting on base. He got a couple of hits the other night, and he and he's got. The, and then who was my last one? People start talking about Duran. Duran wasn't who I was thinking of. Oh, I think I uh, John Gray. I had John Gray on there, who's not going to make it either. But he's another pitcher with some great numbers that he's done. Yeah, I mean his numbers are Dunning, pretty good. I mean Dunning has a case, but he just sure. doesn't. Like, is he a starter? Is he a reliever? He's not a closer. Yeah, right. Right. So, well, yeah, yeah. You know, and you don't you don't have to take a closer. You know you. And take the best guy, and um, he he's been very valuable to the Rangers at the very least. I, you know, Gray Gray, Gray actually has a, a a decent case. You know, he went uh, I think he went four zero with a one ninety five in May. Yeah, pretty solid. You know, if he can keep it uh, up, only outdone by Evaldi. Right, Evaldi. Evaldi's <laughs> gonna get him. If Evaldi's not the pitcher of the month, 
and this is uh, June 2nd. Yeah. Vo- voting should be announced at some point today. If he's right. not the pitcher of the month, something's really wrong. It really is. Yeah, but anyway, you're right. I mean, you know, good teams have good players, and good players <clears throat> should be on the all-star team, and people should want to see good players. Exactly. And furthermore, <clears throat> the, you know, the Rangers – I'm, I'm guessing people still aren't sold on the Rangers <clears throat> based on the last three seasons, and I get it. But Power rankings has them number two right now. If you've been watching this team, you know that this team's good. And, and I think that if fans are like, oh, hey, the Rangers, who's good for them? They should, you know, watch the All-Star game because the Rangers are going to be pretty well represented. Right, and, and I'll tell you what, and you're right in that people aren't sold yet because I, I saw a thing the other day where they were talking about Rookie of the Year candidates. And, and – Without a doubt, Josh Young is the second. They've got uh, what's his name with Arizona, the Diamondbacks. Yeah, uh, Corbin, Corbin Carroll is the number one rookie, and then they've got Josh Young as the second best rookie. But when they went down this list about rookie of the year chances, and I forget who wrote it and who's who should win it, who's the long shot, instead of just having Josh Young as the American League Rookie of the Year, they had two of them. Oh, really? They had like they had two that were tied, and Young's numbers were. I mean, it's, yeah. it, to me, it was like, how is Young not right now? I mean, right now, you're, you're not going out on a limb to go, <sighs> right now, Josh Young's the rookie of the year in the American League. Yeah. I mean, and he could and be. It, right. I think it was maybe Henderson. No, it, it was the pitcher for Houston Wood. Uh, Br- Brown. Brand, yeah, the, the, <clears throat> it was the pitcher. Didn't he, didn't he just get rocked the other day? But or yeah. maybe he's hurt um, or something. You know, he, he, I think he had a 478 ERA in, in May because I, I voted for AL Rookie of the Month. And um, I looked. I specifically went to look for him to yeah. make sure I wasn't overlooking any any batters. And uh, he was the he wasn't even the best rookie pitcher. Uh, the the in, in the month of May, he's very good. Yeah. Um, no, but, he is good. He's kind of the one that took the place of Verlander after leaving. This is the yeah, guy that kind of yeah. stepped into the rotation. Yeah. But um, the other the other the guy that that could be rookie of the year. Is uh, Masahiro Yoshida? Yes, who's from tw- Boston, tw- twenty nine from Japan, where he was an all star and a right. really good player. Right, uh, but um, who I wanted the Rangers to get, by the way. But um, <laughs> he's he's he had a really good May. He he didn't hit for as much power as Josh did, but he hit like three fifty. So right. you, you you don't know, and there's always the the East Coast bias, and uh, so maybe Josh Young doesn't get Rookie of the Month this month, and <clears throat> it'd be wrong if he didn't, but. Um, it's not a clear-cut race like Pitcher of the Month should be. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, look. Anything else before we get? No. Let's Grant? go. Let's go get Grant on here. Uh, All right, guys. It'll be fun. It's gonna be fun. Right after there, the right after this, guys. The Frisco Rough Riders are gonna bring you Grant Anderson. Right when we get back, we'll be right after this. And as always, guys, Grant Anderson is brought to you by the Frisco Rough Riders who have Friday night and Sunday fireworks. And don't forget Thirsty Thursdays. Frisco Rough Riders are in town right now. Grant Anderson brought to you by the Frisco Rough Riders. All right, guys, and joining us right now from, I guess, a hotel out there that the Rangers have him at, it's the brand-new Texas Ranger. Made his debut this week on the road. It's Grant Anderson. Grant, what's going on, buddy? Uh, Not much, man. Getting ready for the day. Getting ready to get to the ballpark here a little bit. Have you have you come off of your cloud? Are you still riding high? What's going on? No, I mean uh, that, that was a. I tried to get over that after one day, and you know, get focused up and ready for the night. All right, 
I, I, obviously we, we're going to get into you here in a, in a little bit, but um, a lot of people probably their first their first experience was with you was it was Tuesday night mm-hmm. striking out seven of nine batters. Um, what was that whole experience like for you? I mean, you, you came in into a tough situation. What was that like for you? Um, I was a little nervous at first, for sure. You know, obviously, first game, uh, you know, in the majors, I feel like everybody's a little nervous, but uh, it was uh, it was fun. You know, I, that's that's why you like playing the game. You want to be put in those situations and uh, get those experiences. And it was it was to me that that's you know being in tight games is fun. You know, nobody likes to watch a blowout. You know what I mean? So uh, <laughs> it was a uh, it was fun. And you know, like I said, I gotta give a lot of credit to Jonah. You know, he did a great job on the play. He kind of helped me focus up a little bit and get get uh, you know, back down to a manageable level. And and uh, I tried to execute the pitches, and it worked out for us. So, you 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 run out you run out from the bullpen, which mm-hmm. is kind of far away at Comerica. <laughs> what 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 does Bruce Bochy say to you? What do the guys say to you? Um, Boch was. I mean, he's pretty. Plain and simple, he said, uh, get, you know, tell me the situation as the managers always do. And he said, uh, you know, don't worry about that guy on second base. The only job right now is get the batter and get us in the dugout. And then, you know, he walked back to the dugout, and that was it. And then, <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, you know, uh, Josh Young actually was probably the most, uh, I guess, uh, helpful for me. You know, like I said, I was nervous, but the whole time I could hear him after every pitch. Good job, good job, G. Good, good job. Get back in the zone. Get back in the zone. You know, I think that just, uh, you know, just that shows a lot of leadership from him. You know, obviously we we played together in the minors a few times, yeah. and he was the only familiar face on the infield, really. So uh, I think he understood that, and it really helped me out a lot. I mean, you've probably seen the faces before. You're probably like, "Holy cow, that's Corey Seager. That's Mark, <laughs> Marcus <laughs> Simeon." I, I, yeah. I can I can only imagine. Um, and you you said afterward on on television that. Getting that first out was huge. You know, you took a deep breath, and then you just went back out there. And was it was I don't want to say it was easy. It's never easy, but I guess you're a lot more relaxed. I guess that's the best way to put it. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, after that first one, I think that that you know, seeing the first guy you get strikeout in a, in a tough spot, it kind of gives you a little more confidence, and you know, you realize you can really you can really do it, and um. Jonah, like I said, was just, I mean, he's incredible back there. So, you know, he helped me out. He helped me get a few calls. And uh, <laughs> he, uh, you know, I, we st- I studied the scouting report and everything before the game, but he helped me really, like, you know, put it in the, into work. And uh, like I said, I decided to hit the, spots, hit the spots, and it worked out. Pretty interesting what you said about him getting you some calls because at AAA they have the, autom- the automated balls and strikes. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. It seems, uh, it seems like you would prefer the Jonah, the Jonah way, the major league way. I mean, I can't, it just seems like that's a, I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about the ABS? I don't, I don't know that I care for it. Uh, it's uh, 100% accurate there, but I mean, it, it, the zone, they also shrunk the zone this year, you know, think like two or three inches. So uh, it does help though. You know, it helps coming back up here when you have a bigger zone. And there's no automated zone, you know. It kind of helps you, uh, 
like I said, get those calls that, you know, you can you throw it a little farther to the left or to the right, maybe still get the call, and you wouldn't triple A. Yeah. So it's pretty helpful in the end of the day. But when you're in triple A, not not ton of guys really like it, you know what I mean? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Uh, so you, you, you go about it a little differently. Uh, you, you're not, you're not your traditional arm slot. Um, how, how do you evolve into the way you throw now? When did that process start? So I got dropped down sidearm in college. Okay. And, uh, for the most part, the delivery is pretty, pretty much the same. I'm, I'm a little more turned now, but I've always had a little turn and, uh, I've always had high leg kick and separate the hands and, uh, so I guess I started uh freshman year, uh, halfway through my freshman year of college when I got transitioned from a position player to a pitcher, and then from a pitcher to a sidearm pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> so you were at you were at McNeese State. Uh huh. Why did why did they suggest it? They'd be like, hey, your slider might move better. Was there any any explanation as to why they they suggested it? Um, I was I was really inconsistent. I, you know, you know, as a true freshman and. Uh, I actually pitched pretty well in the fall when they had transitioned me over because I, I was a catcher initially, and then they were like, you know, I'm just gonna be honest with you, which I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thankful they were, you know, they're like we got three, three or four catchers there, you know, three juniors and a senior, you know, at catcher, the chances of you getting playing time are pretty slim, but if you want to play, you can pitch. And then I pitched, but you know, it was my, it was like a, you know, first game I might go punch out the side and relief, and then the next game might give up eight runs and not get out. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he finally told me, you know, one day was an off day, and me and my twin brother were playing catch of the field, and uh, him, and my pitching coach came out there. And I'll never forget it. They were like, "Hey, have you ever thrown, thought about, you know, throwing from a lower angle?" And I was like, "Like, you know, how much lower? Tell me, like, like a little bit lower." And he was like, "No, no, no like, like sidearm." And I was like, "No." <laughs> you know, and I, I you was, know, and then uh, I got. Yeah, I got really frustrated, and I went and called my dad. I was like, oh, I'm going to transfer. I don't, want, I don't want to play here anymore. And, you know, he said, look, you know, your coach is right. They got 16 pitchers, and right now you're the number 16. So, like, if the goal is to get drafted and you want to play in the majors one day, you got to get on the field. And, you know, you got to take a look in the mirror and say, is this what I got to do to be better, or am I going to run away from it and blame the coach and blame everybody else? And, you know, it turned my life, you know, turned my life around, turned my career around. So, you know, I'm really thankful that that happened. I'm thinking what honest with me, yeah. Let's let's give him a shout out. Who are the coaches? Uh Justin Hill, the head coach at McNeese there, still there. Um, and Corey Barton. He was our pitching coach at the time. And I think I'm gonna get it wrong, but I think he's at uh Murray State now. The Racers. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he he was uh you know, he's he's bounced around. He was at Rice and La Tech for a few years, but yeah. Yeah, well, both of awesome. those they they really uh you know, they were honest with me. My parents were honest with me. You know, I had a lot of people that kept it real with me. You know what I mean? And it changed my career. So that's great. That's great. Absolutely. Okay. So you, 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 you strike out a lot of guys. At least you did this year, like a 43% strikeout rate at, at AAA. And then obviously seven of nine. Um, what is there a pitch you go to? You're like, all right, I got to, I got to get a strikeout. Is there a pitch you go to? Uh, not, I mean, not really. I think, you know, three of my pitches, I, I command it you know, extremely well. And uh, one of them, I command it well, but I don't like throwing it in the zone for a strike. That's the, the, split, the splitter, the split change. Uh, uh -huh. So, 
it kind of depends on the batter. You know, if it's a guy like, like obviously, you know, with Detroit, I knew Baez, the out pitch is a slider away. So I knew I had to be able to command that pitch at that bat. And, um, you know, it worked. And then with lefties, it's, it can get a little tricky because, you know, they tend to have better numbers against side armors. If you're a side armor, the opposite handedness usually hits really well off of you. Yeah. So it kind of depends on the, you know, if that left handed batter doesn't hit four seams up well, we'll use a four seam up. Or if he doesn't hit the, the change up low and away, we'll throw the change up low and away. It just, it just, it really depends on that. But for me, I think overall execution is always going to be the winner. You know, if you, if you have a pitch, and you execute it. It might be your worst pitch, but if you execute it well, you get it out, and you can throw your best pitch. And if you throw it right down the middle, you're gonna get hurt. You know what I mean? So, yeah. to me, you know, execution is always above selection. You're not the only uh, guy who does it differently. Uh, Chase Lee was also your teammate in, in Round Rock. Um, he's is he lower than you on the arm slot? Yeah, he's a little lower than me. But are are you guys still able to compare notes? Oh yeah, we we play uh, play catch together, and we're we all we're always talking about you know how to make this pitch better, or how to get these certain guys out, and everything. He's a he's a he's a, a really intelligent pitcher, a really intelligent guy, and uh, we're always bouncing ideas off each other. Well, that's fun. I mean, yeah. I, I would imagine that if you're a side armor, it's kind of lonely. Yeah, or it could be. I mean, I don't I don't know, but um, so you, you've set an extremely high bar. <laughs> so obviously you're not going to strike out seven of nine every game um but you said you already put that behind you so what 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 you are you just looking forward to your next outing that's what it is now yeah i mean that's just that's that's the game you know i mean you can't uh you can't rely on one outing you know i mean you gotta you gotta prove especially me i mean that's, that's my first game i gotta prove that you know i really actually need to stay here. I need to belong here and help. I can help the team win. And yeah, you know, at the end of the day, that's the ultimate goal is to help the team win, help the team win a world series, you know, get to the playoffs. Uh, so I'm just worried about Seattle now, you know, I want to uh, get the, we'll get the reports and stuff today and go over the lineup and everything and focus on getting the outs when I need to get the outs when they call my name. So t today is your first game, your first home game with the Rangers. Um, yep. Have you been to Globe Life Field? So I was there in 19 whenever it was under construction. They had like the the cross prospect camp or something. I just yeah, got I remember there. that. Yeah. Uh, we got to take a tour of it while I was under construction. But other than that, I have not been to it, no. You got somebody giving you a ride? I mean, uh, how are you, how are you, you know, to get no, there? No, I got my truck here, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, no, so, the, uh, I mean, I mean, and, and I, I just, I didn't know if maybe at Frisco on an off day you'd come down or something like that. So, uh, so this, this, this is pretty cool. Yeah, you're gonna get to see. It's awesome. You for you players, we don't even get to see how cool it is. You guys got, you guys got some cool stuff coming up that you're yeah. gonna get to see today. And you've got a roof. That's the best thing. Yeah, because <laughs> it is hot as hell outside. Yes. Life earlier. That's the first time I'll play indoors, you know, ever. <laughs> is that right? Okay, because yeah, but I'm I'm telling you, it's, I don't know if it'll be close to there or not. But you you've played you've played a you've played a day game at Frisco. You know how that's like the hottest place on the face of the earth during it. You're, uh, you're really you're really gonna enjoy this roof. Yeah, growing up in Beaumont, it, it gets pretty uh it gets pretty hot and humid down there. So yeah, yeah, 
I'm going to guess that it's probably going to be closed because there is like a small chance of rain yeah. and it's going to be okay. up at 90 degrees. So yeah, very small chance. All right. Uh, all right. So this is the, how we do our show. I don't know. Uh, I, I asked the baseball questions and then John asked the fun face, stuff. baseball fun questions. Absolutely. So it's fun time. Now not it's that, time to get fun. Not that this has been terrible. No, not at all. <laughs> it's, it's, an, uh, and by the way, and let me start it out with this. Congratulations, Grant. That's so exciting. It's fun to watch anybody make their major league debut. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Okay. You're from Port Arthur, Texas, Beaumont, right? So I was born in Port Arthur, but I, I was raised in Beaumont, yeah. Where'd you go to school? What what high school? Westhorn Starks. That's kind of a football school. Did you play any <laughs> other sports in high school? Yeah, it's a huge uh, football scheme in Westhorn. Uh, I did not know. I played basketball. I was basketball and baseball. And that's it. Did you play basketball through high school, or did you just concentrate baseball by the uh, end? My dad was the assistant basketball coach at our school, so we played two years. But uh, I he, he – you know he's he's huge, and he said, "You guys, you know, you guys aren't too short to go to a college basketball." So we'll just focus on <laughs> how big how big is he? Um, he's lost a lot of weight now, but uh, he's about six five, six six, like maybe three hundred pounds. Oh okay. wow, he okay. is big. Yeah, yeah, that's so he, why so... you're so well mannered. <laughs> 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 he's lost a lot of weight. He's probably more like uh, I think he's like two seventy something now. He's lost a lot of weight. Okay. Okay, so you went to McNeese State. You were a catcher going out of there. Did you have any other schools interested in you? Yeah, yeah, we had we had a lot. We had, uh, both me and my brother did. But uh, at the end of the day, my dad, you know, he was like, "Just think about me and your mom, please." You know, you know, we don't want to have to, you know, drive one one of us split up to go see one, and if y'all can stay together, you know, right. think about it. You did, yeah. Okay. Well, did, well, well, like I mean, Lamar's right there. Didn't. Yeah, Lamar, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the, but but you never want to stay at home. Get out. <laughs> home. I hear you. You don't want 100%. mom and dad popping in at any time. That's what you know. <laughs> okay, so you were drafted in by the Seattle Mariners in the twenty first round. Uh, what what year was that? Eighteen. Eighteen. 2018. So this is always a fun question. I love to ask somebody. So you weren't like in New York for the draft, where they have all the 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 top. 20 or whatever that go there how did you find out where did you find out and how did you find out you'd been drafted uh some Beaumont at our house uh my i'm talking who was there so my mom and my brother was playing coaching the state championship game for 4a um jasper texas there jasper was playing so my mom and sister went there and my niece went there and then my dad and my twin brother were there and we, I mean, we're we're bumpkins, so we had to figure out how to connect the phone to the TV. <laughs> and, uh, finally, we got it on, and uh, you know, we just let it play, and we were just sitting there, you know, talking about hunting or fishing or something. And then, you know, I got a couple of texts from from different scouts, and they're like, "Hey, be ready in the next hour." Or so, so we kind of locked it in, and then we saw it on, we heard it on TV. It wasn't like playing; it was just a MLB draft logo, you know, and they have right. That. So that that. Did you get a call beforehand or right afterwards? So Seattle had talked to me in like three days. Okay. You know, they texted me like the day before the draft. And we're like, hey, we could take you on day two. We could take you on day three. But like, you know, like I think like the Mets and the the uh, the Rockies actually were like calling me every like ten minutes. Um, 
And then like the I think like the Giants and a couple other teams were all you know texting me every so often like hey maybe this round hey maybe this round and uh, uh finally it came up and the Rockies guy was like hey we're taking you as our next pick twenty first round it was like I think it was the two picks before the manor or uh, oh, really? after the- and uh he texted me back you know like we live where we live we have you know super slow. Like we're out in the stick, so it's like super slow loading. And the guy texts me, he's like, "Hey, congrats! You know, have a go, have a great career, and blah blah." I'm like, "What the heck is this guy talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> like two minutes later, it came up on TV. <laughs> uh, my dad's like, "What happened to the Rockies? I thought the Rockies were taking you." I was like, "I don't know. I, I guess they're Mariners drafting me. I don't know." So but, was your was your brother also trying to get in in that draft? Uh yeah, I mean yeah he was, but uh he he had like I think one team talk to him that year and that was it. But he got signed the next year as a undrafted free agent. So. Okay. okay, all right. So that's what that was. Okay, so um this is a I've always these are some fun questions coming up that I love to do. So you were traded to Texas, mm-hmm. uh and, and the the Connor Sajak deal that that you were traded. Where were you at when you were? Tra- How did you find out you'd been traded? Um, I was in Charleston, West Virginia. I don't know if you've been there. The Toast Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've told you about him, yeah, right? Yeah, you told me about the Toast, the toast yeah. Man. He's, uh, he's still there, I believe. Um, so we went – we were we were apartment hunting all day. And I was at this apartment complex. Like, the only one that's really, you know, worth paying money to stay at in Charleston. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> and uh, dude, me and this lady had just got into it about the – you know, they were like – we thought they were scamming the other guys and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not, you know, signing nothing until I know if I'm going to get approved and all this. And uh, finally, you know, we get it done. And uh, we go back to the mall. It's right, it was right across the street from the hotel. Uh, and me and two other guys uh, were getting food. And they were like, hey, we're going to get this. I was like, no. I'm going to get this and go find a table for us. So I'm at the table, and I put the tray down. I pull my phone out, and some number is like, hey, call me ASAP. You know, it's all caps. I'm like, oh, crap, I'm about to get sent down or something or whatever. <laughs> and uh, it's Andy McKay, and he called. He's like, hey, Grant, uh, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just eating, eating lunch. And he's like, I'm going to throw you a curveball here. I was like, okay. And he's like, hey, we got traded to the Texas Rangers. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> and he, he was uh he's like well the rangers are gonna call you in about 10 minutes and then i told him i was like hey man i just pay like 500 bucks for this deposit I'm like, <laughs> you know this this is at the time we didn't have any deal right. like we got now. yeah that was like my whole first paycheck and uh yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I was like am i gonna get reimbursed he's like oh the rangers will help you out and hung up I was like, oh that's great i've never seen that again but <laughs> <laughs> They got they uh they get they got me hooked up after that you know. They oh, that's nice. Where did you? So where did, were you immediately? Like they called you and that night you were on a plane or what happened? Uh, the, the next morning, well, initially it was it was April Fool's Day, it was April first, and so oh. the guys I was with, the guys I was with them, they're like, I was like, I just got traded, dude. And they're all like, all right, nice and joke. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. I got to go back to, to the hotel. I didn't even get to. I had to you know pack my food up and and run over there, and then uh. They got me on a plane at like five o'clock in the morning out of Charleston to uh, from Charleston, West Virginia to uh, 
Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm about to say, you were probably Charlotte. That's always yeah. where I would go. And I used to fly into Charleston a lot. You would go to Charlotte and fly over. It's probably U.S. Air you were probably flying back then, if that's even around. Well, yeah. U.S. Air was purchased by American. American, so it's probably American. Yeah. It was a small plane with, like, just the two seats on each side. Yep, was- yep. I've flown Yikes. on those many times. Yep, yep. they're about 16, 18. Okay, so big league debut. So mm-hmm. this is this – is, I love this question. How did you find out you were going to be a big leaguer? This is a pretty cool story, I think. Yeah. Um, so we're in Albuquerque on um, Sunday, and I was in the bullpen. So it was like the fourth inning, and my twin brother, they had called my twin brother up there. And uh, we were just me, him, and uh, you guys, I don't know if you guys met Mark Church, but oh, yeah. you know, yes. Uh, and then Grant Wolfram, he's, you know, we're all really close. And, uh, we we're just sitting there, you know, shooting the breeze. I don't even know what we're talking about. And uh, our bullpen coach comes running around the corner. He's like, Grant, you got to grab your glove and, and run to the dugout. They need the trainer needs to talk to you. And I was like, not very funny, you know, because obviously bullpen, there's a lot of shenanigans going on, you yeah. know. You right. Stuff. And uh, he's like, no, I'm serious. I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, take the pitch con with you, too. And then I was like, all right, what are we – why, like, this is – weird you know what i mean and then uh the whole time he's like i'm just sitting there and of course it's the longest two outs i've ever had to sit through in my life because there's there's one out and uh my brother and kurt and wolfie were all like oh what do you you think happened you can get caught up you think you got traded and i'm like i have no idea man i just want to i just want to take this pitch console dugout and find out and then finally i run down there and uh they had we had came up with a uh they were like, hey, give us a signal if you get called up and give us a signal if you got traded. And so the signal if I got called up was I was supposed to take my hat off and wave it like <laughs> The other one was supposed to be a, a thumbs down if I got traded. Yeah. Okay. And so I run down there and I, I give the uh, the pitch com to uh, our, our pitching coach, uh, Borkowski, and then he handed it to Doug, and Doug was like, hey, uh, just make sure you weren't fooling around with anything down there. You got to get on a plane in an hour. You're going to Detroit. You got caught up to the majors. And I mean, that was like, you know, it was incredible because the whole team was in the dugout. We just came off the field. And, uh, you know, it, it was it was a really fun experience. It was, it did, was you, did you wave your hat? Yeah, yeah, sure did. The whole time. <laughs> I would take that son of a bitch off right away. <laughs> it started going crazy. It was, it was well, fun. I mean, a lot of these, we ask, we ask all the guys that come on, a lot of these are – like they find out at the night at the hotel or yeah. after a game. You found out in a game. Yeah. yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. I can't imagine. Who was your first call? Your wife? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. needs to know. <laughs> she needs to know. And that's good. And I guess mom and dad, did they get a chance to go up to Detroit oh, yeah, to see you? Went. Yeah, yeah. The whole family showed up. Yeah. That's incredible. And, you know, your brother just got called up to Frisco. So, yeah, that's yeah, so that'll be awesome. He'll be here in town too. Maybe you guys will get a chance to get some lunch or something while he's in town. Uh, now that y'all will be not that, that far away from each other. Um, you know what? I think we've held him a pretty long time. Yeah, let's get, let's get, to I that. got a lot of fun stuff to ask you, but we're, we're planning on Grant Anderson coming on this show a couple of times. Yeah. So we'll come back. We'll get into next time. We'll be talking about favorite foods and stuff like that and stuff you do in your spare time, but we'll get him out of here. Yeah, today. but we got to ask him the, the question, the question. Yeah. This is the question that we get from everybody. It's a fun one. It's what is something that nobody knows about Grant Anderson? And let me give you some examples. Jack Leiter hates peanut butter, which you probably knew. He know, he might know that. Um, 
who was some of the other ones? Davis Wenzel got his finger cut off. He was when he was four, four. three or four years old. Um, so we hear these things from that. What is something that nobody knows about Grant Anderson? And you can't say I have a twin brother because we know that. Nobody knows. No. <laughs> uh, that I'm bilingual. Ah, really? Spanish, I'm assuming? Yep. Good. That's a great – dude, I wish I was bilingual right now. I'm on trilingual right now, actually. So. What's a third? Japanese. Oh wow! Oh, cool. Did you learn that? How did, did you learn that in college, or what? Did you? Are you? Are you? Spanish. How, I learned um, in rookie ball. So I, I bring a, a notebook out. I had a teammate named Edwin. He's a Dominican, uh, but he grew up in New York for like twelve years, so he spoke perfect English. And uh, my twin actually had learned first in college. He bought a book, McGraw Hill book, like we have in school here in Texas, and yeah. it's called Teaching Yourself Spanish. He read it from front to back spoke Spanish perfectly. I was like, man, I want to do that. And since I got drafted, I knew, sure. you know, there's a lot of Latino, there's a lot of Latino players. Absolutely. So it'd be really cool. You know, what if they're talking about something that can help me? I have no idea what they're saying. So I brought a, uh, a little notebook kind of like this one and a pen out to the bullpen every day. And if they said a word I'd never heard before, I'd ask them, Edwin, what is that word? You know, and I said, okay, what does it mean? And like, how would I, how would I say it in a sentence? And the next day, I would come back and I try to use it when I was talking to somebody, and I, I picked it up pretty, uh, pretty quick. So no, that's that's brilliant. That's unbelievable. What about Japanese? I mean, how did you learn that? So I'm learning it right now. I haven't. I mean, it's still it's, okay. It's so you're learning Japanese, okay? So uh, uh, Yoshi's translator, Seiya, actually, and Yoshi himself are both were helping me a lot in Round Rock. Like every okay. day we practice, and uh, I have a notebook here. Actually, I got I'm about to on my backpack in a few minutes um and i'm just learning the there's three alphabets you know in japanese so i'm learning i'm almost finished memorizing and learning the first one so uh it's a lot of practice though yeah well when when you darvish was with the rangers the japanese writers were always trying to teach me how to speak japanese oh god and they'd give me little little phrases here and there to you to say to you and i think they were setting me up to like say something i had no idea like <laughs> just like, <laughs> apparently, here, apparently one year in the off season there were photos in japan that it looked like you Darvish had gained weight and they're calling him fat. And so they had me say fat to you Darvish. <laughs> oh God. I was like, oh. <laughs> but uh I had one more question. Okay. Who, who was who was first? You or your brother? Uh my yes. brother. I'm, I'm the baby, yeah. Oh, the baby. How many minutes? 45 seconds. Oh, dude. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> His brother went out and he said, wait a minute, you ain't leaving me in here. He I'm coming. Out. I'm coming. <laughs> Don't leave me in here. What are you yeah. doing? That's fantastic. All right. So he gets to call you his baby brother for 45 seconds. Uh, that's, that's hysterical. That's pretty funny. I never heard that. That is awesome. Grant, listen, it's so good to meet you. I can't wait to meet you out at the ball field today. Um, uh, Jeff will see you in the clubhouse. I hope I get there in time for that. If not, I'll see you while you guys are out there running around and stretching. I'll be out by the dugout. So fun to meet you. Congratulations. Good luck in the big leagues. Thanks to the Round Rock Express for sponsoring uh, – uh, oh, no, sorry. This is the Frisco Rough Riders who sponsor our, our guest today, uh, Grant Anderson, right-hand pitcher for the Texas Rangers. Grant, thanks, buddy, and good luck. Thank you all. All right, and a big thank you to Grant Anderson for joining us there. Uh, now, guys, we are going to go down in the bus leagues, brought to you by the Round Rock Express. 
who bring you the Down in the Bus League segment for the month of June. And July. And July. Yep. Big thanks to the Round Rock Express AAA affiliate for the Texas Rangers. Okay, let's go down. Let's go over every everyone at every uh, part. There's a couple of people I want to talk about, especially down east, 26 and 18. Yeah. Seven and three of their last ten. They're about the best one right now in the way they're performing. Uh, they've won three in a row. Who Talk about Aiden Curry. Yeah, yeah, he um, he's got a lot of strikeouts and in innings, and he's got like a three ERA. Or he uh, he's he is um, like Josh Steven was an undrafted free agent in twenty twenty. So he's out of twenty twenty. Okay, yeah, and um, so they got him young. He's he's uh, the first time I saw him. You know, he's about as he's he's built like a telephone pole. You know, he's just and, tall, thin, and okay. and, and uh, he he's definitely grown the last few years. He throws a. He throws the football a lot. I don't know if you remember in spring training. Yeah, those guys were out there. It was basically he was he he throws he throws the football uh, before he pitches. He believes in that. Um, but yeah, so That's I mean, the old it, Tom Tom House used to right yeah. right. You just kind of take. He's one of the guys that you take your time with, and um, it's clicking. You know, I mean that's that's just what happens. These guys, they get a good foundation in Arizona, uh, whether it be in instructs or extended spring training. All, all the above Arizona Complex League, and then they finally get pushed a little bit, and he's he's responded well to it. Um, um, that that whole pitching staff's pretty good. You know, Jose, Jose Corniel, who was in another trade with Seattle uh, for Rafael Montero, um, he's been he had a great May. Um, he he's actually his birthday's later this month, but even though he was acquired, I think golly, in December of twenty. He's actually younger than than Brock Porter, really, and um, that's kind of a surprise when you're like, "Hey, holy cow, this guy's younger than the guy who was just drafted last year." But yeah. you know, that's just the way you know he came from Latin America, where the the Mariners signed him. He was a top twenty Mariners prospect when the Mariners traded him for for Montero, and it would have taken that at the time. Montero <laughs> and, yeah, was and it just, just it just out. took some time for for him to also. Get it together. I mean, he pitched in Down East last year. He's back for the second second time, and uh, I would not be surprised at all if he's in Hickory pretty soon. Um, good stuff. Good control. Uh, you know, his velocity. They expect it to grow like in the next couple of years. Into what about the Curry's upper 90s. velocity? Do you know where it's at? I don't know, but it's. <clears throat> I tell you what, and I said this the other day. That someone put a video out. And it was probably. Uh, Tap or somebody always gets those little videos out, and they they were showing him, um, and it, his ball seems to rise a little bit as he throws his fastball. He had a good slider, by the way; it looked good. And people were trying to guess what the velo was, and they said ninety three, ninety four. I said, even if that's ninety three, ninety four, that's one of those high spin rate fastballs. Yeah, that's th- those got like uh, one of the, somebody that was good with that was uh, what's his name, the left hander that uh, that's back with the Rangers this year uh, that was on the Giants. Um, that came up and started and had the thumb <laughs> blister that ruined it in 19. He came up with uh, him him and uh, – uh, oh, my God, I just went blank. Well, I've obviously Joe, got very – Joe Palumbo. Joe Palumbo. Had All very right. high spin rate and could th- – even if he was hitting 94, 95, it looked 97, 98 because his spin yeah. rate was so high. This kid looked like he has a high spin rate on, on Curry. Yeah. And Corey I mean, L- but you know, Curry Curry might have some extension things too because he's so long. And he is long. So. How, how big is he? How tall is he? He looks tall. Yeah, he's he's six five, six six. Okay. He's, a, he's got good size. Hey, and, you know, it, while we're talking about it, you talked about Porter. He came out of a start. He went out there. 
Left in the fourth inning, started to warm up, and then left. Turns out it's a leg thing or something like that. It wasn't a big deal. He's only got 13. He only pitched 13 innings in uh, in May, but he didn't allow any runs. Right. Any earned runs. Um, they're they're completely fine with Brock Porter. I brought him up yesterday in a conversation, and there's no concerns at all no. whatsoever. Well, it, it – it, Somebody thought it was a leg thing, and I think it turned out to be just his leg. He, he pulled himself. He warmed up, and then he pulled himself out. And then, but, yeah, he's, like, ready to go the next start or whatever. Yeah, so, I, I didn't know if you had yeah. heard something. No. Well, you talked to him yesterday, and it even came up. So, yeah. okay. Yeah, uh, but but down there, uh, Anthony Gutierrez is uh, in Arizona. He hurt his elbow diving headfirst into home plate um, a few weeks ago. It was affecting him. If you look at his – he hasn't played since May 24th, but if you look at the five games before that, he was like one for 20, and and it was affecting his swing. So they they sent him to Arizona. Uh, he's swinging his bat normally fine. They're going to do some a little mechanical tweak and, and get him sent back out here in the next week or two. So um, when does ACL start? It starts very soon. So yeah. maybe he'll get some at bats there. Maybe, maybe yeah, play a game yeah, or two it's there. Possible. Yeah, and then just. You know what? He's he's down there low. Do whatever you got to do to get him going. Yeah, get him back to Arizona and get him healthy. Yeah. Because that's right. a name. He's a good player. I don't care what you say. One for 20. Everybody goes through a streak. I mean, good yeah. Lord. Right. But that kid, yeah, get him healthy and get him back. And I'm ready for ACL to start. We're getting into – because I want to see when the DSL starts. It starts Monday for yeah. sure. <laughs> I want to see Sebastian. I want to see yeah. what Sebastian does. You know, we've built him up so big. If he doesn't hit 1,000 for the first month and have 74 home runs, I think we're going to be disappointed. But, no, he's <laughs> such a good kid and a big specimen. Yeah. And, uh, golly, I'm just ho- I'm, I'm excited to see him. Hickory. Hi, A. We're at Hickory. 17 and 27, 5 and 5 in their last 10. That's a lot better than they were a couple weeks ago. Um, they're starting to play some 500 ball. They lost their last two. Who do we need to talk about in Hickory? Well, Dane Acker is back, so that's good. Um, that, that's always important. Um, Tucker Mitchell, who would, was hitting like 600 for a while there, and, and Hickory, he, or in he's catcher, Downey's, right? He's been moved up. Uh, I think we talked about Abby Ortiz last week. He's He's been moved up to Hickory. Um, to, to Frisco? No, to Hickory. Oh, no, from, Abby Ortiz came from down east to Hickory, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, he's the first baseman. Yeah. Um, you know, Max Acosta – he cooled off a little bit in in May in May, but like not much. He still hit two ninety something. So uh, he he's he just keeps on keeping on, and and that's good. Um, but you know, Acker's the Acker is the one to watch there. I mean, Mitch Bratt's fine too, but Acker's the one to watch. Yeah, because the he he pitched so well early in in spring training before he was hurt. And the Rangers, I think, really want to step on the gas with him. So. Dane Acker, that's your, that's your guy to watch. Plus, he's been on our show two times, and and like, nice. he got a lot of views. Dane, a lot of people like. Oh, you got too, right? So yeah. for all yeah, you local yeah, yeah. OU people, um, yeah, I, I like Acker a lot. What a nice guy. Yeah. He was a really I nice like guy. We did it in spring training. He came on. Okay, let's go to Frisco. They're twenty and twenty-seven, three and seven in their last ten, and they've lost four. Those are great numbers for the most talented team in all of minor league baseball. But um, you know what? Starting pitching has not been the problem here. I think the bats have gone a little cold, sure. which happens. Um, and and relief pitchers are getting promoted and things are happening. But uh, I tell you what, Jack had another good outing the other day. So did yeah. Owen White, struck out yeah. five. He had went, what, did he go six innings, struck out five, and didn't walk but one batter? Yeah. Um, May gave up one run, or did he give up any runs? Uh, Jack gave up one home run the other night. Um, <sighs> yeah. But, uh, no, they're, the, the starting pitching, Jack's, Jack has continued to – look well 
um, look good. And he's throwing the ball over the plate, which is the main thing. Um, yeah. And and so is Owen White after we talked to him. So, you know, yeah, if he'd come on today, he'd probably be in a little better we, mood. We straightened him out a little bit, it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, speaking of the bats, um, um, you know, Evan, Evan Car- <clears throat> Carter cooled off a little bit. Yeah. It would have been hard for him to maintain that pace. He struck out a little bit more than, than he probably would like and than is probably expected. But um, – He's going to be fine. Thomas to JC had a really, really good May. Yeah, he did. Uh, that's that's good to see. Acuna, Acuna just kind of is going along. Has He's it, hurt or something. Well, he but he you know he his power hasn't hasn't come in, come in yet. Um, so you know Aaron Zavala is there. Dustin Harris names you know. Yeah, I think Harris is is starting to perform a little bit better. And, and like we said last week, he's stealing bases left and right. So yeah, uh, it's it's. He was a minor league player of the year a couple of years ago. Yeah, and yeah, you know, and it was just a bad month all around for yeah for Frisco. Yeah, so um, we'll see what June brings. But the imp- the important thing there is Jack Leiter's pitching well. Yep, and and Owen. I mean, these are two of your top pitching prospects, and Owen White's been pitching well too. Yeah, but uh, I mean, Jack Leiter. Yes, well was yeah, the most important. Yeah, thing. number number two overall pick with that yeah. kind of. Yes, that without a doubt. Go to Round Rock. Anybody else there? I don't think we've hit everybody. Round Rock, twenty nine and twenty five. <sighs> They're five and five in their last ten. They won one. Um, when Zell's kind of started to, yeah, he was the player of the week in the Pacific Coast League last week. They were in Albuquerque, where the ball flies, but uh, he Still came. Got a he came back home and and uh, hit a home run again uh, to start the homestand. He's uh, he's pretty good, man. I, I you know he he's. They've been working on a swing, working on a swing. They think they think he's comfortable with the adjustments he's made. But the most important thing, as always, with Davis Wenzel is his health. Right. And he has not been on the injured list this year. He hasn't he hasn't been slowed down by anything. Uh, you know, he had a wrist injuries, <clears throat> which and a wrist injury for a hitter is a big deal. Yeah. And I think I think I think Evan Carter, who's been hit in that wrist area a few times, is finding that out right now. It's it's a big deal, and if that's behind him, you know he plays well defensively wherever, wherever you put him. Right, and and he's got a chance to if he can hit, he's got a chance to be a, a nice big league player. Right, uh, maybe not with the Rangers, but maybe but somewhere. Right, he he has a career in front of him if he, if a he stays healthy and b he continues with the this this trajectory that he's on offensively. Right. Um, so that's good news. That's good news because we like Davis. Yeah, well, and I tell you, the guy that's really putting it together down there is Foscue. Yeah, you know he's, he's been playing a lot of third. Uh, yeah, yeah. He they they need to move him around a little bit. He's even played a little first base. Yeah, um, he's um, they love he's him. just a hitter. I mean, and 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 um, he he doesn't strike out. Right. He he that's great. Um, he's going to put good contact on on the bat for the most part or on the ball um he's 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 a good one sam huff had a really good good may he's you know there are names that you know down there who are doing good things it's just right now they're blocked right and uh i think for huff you know it'll it'll open up next season i don't i don't know if mitch garver returns right um he's gonna be a free agent um this might be the, the the opening that Huff needs, you know. Right. But he still has some things to figure out down there with the bat. But uh, he's been hitting pretty well. So, um, yeah. And then, and, you know, they're all guys that have been on the show. Yeah. Uh, what, one <clears throat> one thing to note, 
Uh, Cole Wynn is in Arizona. He had a blister <clears throat> that needed to get cooled off, and then they're making a couple mechanical adjustments. But uh, they're they're maybe pretty they need to make a, <laughs> a head adjustment too. I don't huh? think so. I think he's it's just mechanics. They're pleased with. They're not worried. So like, they're still seeing the the velo, the movement, <laughs> what they're wanting to see out of his pitching. Yeah, I mean they they you know obviously they want him to throw more strikes, and they think the, the mechanical adjustments will help him with that. But and maybe there is a little mental thing to it too. But I don't see the Rangers worrying about Colwyn like some people might be worrying about okay. Colwyn. I'm worrying about Colwyn. So so I'm I'm going to defer to front office who's not as yeah. worried as John Moore from the Rangers <laughs> Today Baseball <laughs> podcast. Well, okay, you're you're close. <laughs> but I would I would yeah just just what I hear about about him is well right they're, now they're, they're working on it yeah and right now they the the starting pitching at the big league <laughs> level is fine even without you know they had Bradford who made the spot starts who by the way had another good start yeah, that good. now that we're bringing that up he had a good start and then uh you know Dane Dunning who's filled in so Cole hasn't been needed and not been able to step up so we gotta you gotta get him right yeah um and so his stuff we know his stuff's good his stuff was good all the way to triple a I mean, he was he performed at every level, so that's yeah. good. Get him to Arizona, get him going because I mean, this is a premier arm if you get him. Yeah. And then you hope it's not something like Spencer Howard, who was top prospect going up, and all of a sudden, but now he's coming back too. But yeah. we're, we're not talking and big league stuff. Glenn Otto's coming back, but well, that that it's applicable because they're going to be at AAA. Sure. And and if they're going to be working as relievers, which you would you would think at least. <clears throat> Howard would be working as a reliever. He might be set up to be a um, reliever. Anyway, that's gonna block. That's gonna block like an Alex Spees who's pitched well at Frisco. Oh man, from 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 coming up to AAA right away. But um, anyway, <clears throat> that's we're down on the bus leagues, and and Otto and and Howard are gonna be at AAA at some point here. It'll be interesting to watch rehabbing or or semi permanently until they can get. To the right. Leagues. Well, they're optioned there, so they're not right. They're they're <laughs> in. Well, they're they're on they're on assignment, but yes, they have options remaining. So right. so yeah, they'll be able to come up and down as needed. Right. And so and Howard may be a good one for the bullpen. I mean, look when his stuff is on, he's got good stuff. He's yeah. another one that's like when he's got the stuff. It's a matter it's a matter of harnessing the stuff and getting it going right. So does Otto, by the way, who's got some good velo too. Yeah. And. and It'll play up in shorter stints. Sure, absolutely. Because they'll, they'll be able to yeah. throw harder and and and, it'll, and, and it'll, not face it somebody should, three times. It should play up. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I have no, I had no problems with Otto last year, and he gave up a few too many home runs. But you know, he was a young guy in a tough situation, and yeah. he, he posted and made his start. So good for him. And boy, that know. trade's turned out to be unbelievable. Yeah. The only guy is Halver, who's actually performing decently. Yeah, he's the only one that had made his big lead debut out of that entire group. Yeah, and um, and now uh, what's his name? Gallo plays for the Twins. So, yeah. Anytime the Yankees suffer, that for <laughs> me as a Ranger fan, I know you're just you're media. You're not like me. I'm enjoying it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't. You know, I didn't know. Uh, speaking of of Otto, you know, his wife had a baby, and then yes. Dunning's wife had a baby. I didn't know about Degrom. I don't know where I've been, but um, <laughs> <clears throat> no, he he took off. Uh, so the last word was he he left the team Friday, or not Friday? Today's Friday. The other day, he left the team and was going to be back Monday um, to reassess his stuff, but his wife was having their third child. Oh, good for So he flew to them. Florida for what? Look, he's on the aisle anyway, so it didn't hurt. Yeah. But obviously, go be with your, your wife. He would have left if he was healthy. He would be right. in Florida right, right now. Right. So to, to do that. So <clears throat> may, 
Maybe he's just faking this arm injury because he knew his wife was about to have it. Well, that's kind of interesting, you know. Um, he's on the injured list, so you don't have to put him on the paternity list. Nope. Um, and I'm sure he's got somebody he throws to down there, and if not, he can just go over to Stetson and um, where he went, where to, he went where to school, he went to school yeah. and close to where he lives and, and might be actually in the same city where he lives, the land, um, and go go down there and find him a catcher and – Yep. Get in a bullpen session and send video of it or do it on video for the Rangers to watch, whatever. Um, Complex League starts Monday. Okay. That's why I've been looking at my phone. All right. DSL starts Monday. All right. So Those, those are the um, baby babies. We the Rangers to... will have two teams in the DSL, the red and the blue. I think just one Complex League team, although I think some teams do have two. But anyway, um, there you go. That, uh, that concludes – down on the farm or the bus leagues brought to you. Down by, in the bus leagues brought, brought to you by a Triple A Round Rock. That's right. Um, shout out to Reed Ryan and uh, Chris Almanderas uh, for uh, coming through on that one. Uh, I, you That's know, awesome. I, we're, I'm, I don't know how to sell this stuff, and we kind of got in on the back end of. Uh, and now of, we're of really the, opening it the, up to selling. We we got in on the back end of the Frisco and Round Rock budget planning, so. Um, Next year, <laughs> once the season ends, I'm going to be said, "Hey, let's let's do this again." Yeah, let's do it the right way. In fact, you know, guys, we may end up going down to Round Rock for a yeah. day or something, and sure. do a game for a couple games or something like that. Maybe record down there for you Round Rock fans that are big Ranger fans. We'll try to do that. Um, yeah, Reed Reed's always been a friend of the show. He's really nice. I've talked to him out at Frisco. I think he. Sure. I think I think their company does the the. Uh, the concessions, I think they do it at the big league level, and I think they do it at both Round Rock. And they have a concession <laughs> yeah, company that yeah, does yeah, concessions. Yeah. yeah, they have a you know they they've also bought into uh, they bought a twenty five percent of the San Antonio missions, the Double A team there, right? And, and they own Corpus Christi. Yeah, and they're trying they're trying to clean up um, the situation in San Antonio. It's a it's a really not good ballpark. Uh, Josh Young has played there and as um, in high school like oh you know so (laughs) so that that ought to tell you um that ought to tell you and 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 i think there was talk of building a ballpark near downtown san antonio downtown san antonio Um, is nice so anyway it's it's cool yeah we'll see what they do but uh yeah thanks thanks to thanks to the round rock express for hopping on the rangers today train we greatly appreciate it absolutely is that it well just you know subscribe to the youtube channel because uh uh it's good Follow the Dub Network on YouTube also. Okay. They've got do, a YouTube channel. That. They're yeah. partnering with yeah. us on that. Uh, so you can uh, the, to, to do that. But uh, good to be on the Dub Network. Follow right. rangerstoday.com, $5.99 a month, $60 for a year, $35. Right. Um, if, look, if, if you're still haggling over the $5 and you don't know if you want to do it, sign up for the newsletter. I mean, you're sending out that newsletter. The, yeah. the more yeah. we got. And, uh, guys, there'll be some opportunities if your business – wants to do something and they've got a low budget, um, we're, we're, we're open to talk to anybody. We'll do sponsorships yeah, sure. for anything. Absolutely. We'll put your company on here. We'll link you to the website. We'll do something. Get a hold of them. Have them get a hold of us. But I think that's going to be it. Yeah, that's it. Um, thanks to thanks to Grant. Uh, you know, th- th- this is his first day at Globe Life Field. This is his first home game. So he's got some irons in the fire and some things that he's got to learn and uh, I was actually hesitant to ask if he would be available, uh, but he said he would do it. And um, good. So hopefully, maybe maybe we'll put him at ease. Maybe we can give him some tips about the the clubhouse or something. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see anyway. when we get out there today. Yeah. All right, guys.
Guys, that's it. That's episode 85, 86 coming next week. Until next time, we will see you at the yard.